This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Atlanta, what's going on? It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Mike Bell, I will waste no time today and tell you I've seen nothing good with the Atlanta Falcons. Not one thing. I have seen yeah. nothing good with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'm trying to find something to hang my hat on, and it's it's not easy. I mean, you know, they did get things going a little bit with Felipe Franks, but uh, the defense was getting beat to the corners and the edges by the Dolphins' run game. They were kind of getting pushed around by the old line. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, – I mean, it wasn't the worst, but it was not good either, brother. I, I mean, I'm, I'm literally just trying to hope that we'll see something here with the starters next game Sunday night against the Browns, against a good defense. But uh, all we can go by, Carl, is what we heard from the scouting stuff as far as the starters, but the backups just don't look like they're up to the task, to be straight with you. Yeah, I, and here's where I'm at, because I know a lot of guys right now, they're going to go, great, it's preseason, and you're all crazy. Listen, there are other teams around the league who are showing something. Now, what does it mean when the regular season rolls around? I don't know, but I just want our team to show something. And I've seen veterans playing around the league for other teams. Now, I know that Arthur Smith, Mike, has been cautious about how he's going to do this, and I don't even know if we'll see Matt Ryan or anybody in the third game. We'll wait to see. But that part of it has me just wondering. And a guy hit me up over the weekend. He said, are you concerned? Yeah, I am. Now, you can say that it means nothing until we roll into the regular season and we're 1-5 and and 0-4. And then you can roll into the regular season and we win four games, Mike, and then maybe it didn't mean anything. But we don't know right now. And the point is, guys, we haven't been winning for the last few years. No, I mean, there's a few individuals that I would point out that I thought I liked what I saw. I thought Dahlman looked pretty good. I thought, you know, Mayfield, they used him inside and outside. Some good, some bad. You know, some good at the guard, some bad at the guard, some good things when he was at a right tackle. Some bad things, but I mean, I'm just all I'm concerned with right now is just who's going to plug in at left guard 
How is this offensive line going to do the things we want to do? Uh, the backup receivers are not that good. I thought the Felipe Franks had two touchdowns in that red zone that the guys Agreed. dropped. Agreed. You know, and I thought Franks, you know, like he's he's an athlete. You know, I mean, he, he needs to get coached up. He like he still makes dumb decisions because he's a you know he's he's a rookie. But you see at least the athleticism and the size. So I'd like to hold on to Felipe Franks. But now we're going to have to go get another quarterback because AJ McCarron is done for the season. So uh, just looking at the scoring summary. Falcons go on a seven-play, 28-yard drive, young way cool field goal. And you go, yeah, all right, we're on the board. Cool. It looks good. It was very 2019, didn't it? It feels so? very much so, Mike. <laughs> very much so. We get to the fourth quarter before we score again. Deontay Foreman, who, by the way, I don't know what he's going to be. You brought in another back. Okay, he scores. young way cool for the extra point. Yay, we score. And then you have to wait until late in the fourth quarter to get another score. Uh, by, by Huntley. Here's the deal, guys. This offense, whether it's been second team, third team, I don't care. There's just been no rhythm whatsoever. And you're right. The drop passes, that might cost a guy a job on this team if he was on the cusp of making the roster. Either way, where are you at? We're two preseason games in. We got one more at the end of the, the next week, Sunday night, against the Browns. And it's time to go, man. And and I know you guys can tell me all you want that, oh, well, we'll, we'll roll into the regular season. We'll be crushing people. Here's what I know. Tua Tungabailoa looks sharp. If I'm a Dolphins fan, I feel really good about, okay, I got a good look at him. He looked good. You can tell me it was against a second or third team defense. I don't care. He looked good. Josh Wilson, uh, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Zach Wilson with the Jets looked right. good. You can say, oh, it's against a second or third team defense. I don't care. Mike, those are the things that I'm looking for, and I just haven't seen it with our team. No, and I know it is difficult because we want to see Kyle Pitts. You haven't seen Kyle Pitts. We already talked about a bunch of the other stars, you know, the big rookie names that everybody recognizes that were drafted. Haven't seen our guys yet. Haven't seen Matt Ryan yet. We're going to have to wait till Sunday night against the Browns. It, it's very frustrating because I, I do think there's there's a reality check here that I think some Falcon fans, and again, it, it's when the season hasn't even started, you want to be all optimistic, right? And hope springs eternal. But I'm just not seeing a lot as far as the depth in the O-line. I, I'm focused on the one area, the O-line. I, I, I don't see anything from the pass rush to you. I mean, Ogan Deji's about the only guy worth mentioning. I'm sorry, what would you say? Pass rush? It, it doesn't exist. We got one blitz, got a sack early in the game. I thought it was a good call by Dean Pease. We've said this. We're going to have blitzes uh, from all over the field. I, I don't know where they're going to come from. But and that's, the that's only how way, we're going to create that's pressure. The only way we're going to get pressure. <laughs> we're, we're in trouble. Right? We're, we're, <laughs> well, when you do that, the corners got to step up. They got to man up on their guys, and so it's just. It's funny because I got a gym today. Randy is wearing. We're both wearing Falcon hats in the gym today, and he's like, "What do you think?" I go, "I think we're in trouble." In, in case he goes, "Really?" I go, "Yeah, we we were a really bad defense last year, and there's not much to it this year." So we got to wait and see till the games start, and hopefully we'll be pleasantly surprised. But there's really, and also because Carl, we haven't seen the starters. It also can, it also further clouds the mystery, you know, about what exactly we have. It does. Let me ask Falcon fans this though: uh, if we play our starters in this third preseason game against the Browns, and we wet the bed again, then what? Then what? We automatically assume that the starters are going to roll in there. We're going to put up 28 points, and we're going to be fine. Which we might. But the point is, Mike, you really don't know right now. And I go on what I know. I go on in the moment. In week two, if we're 2-0 and and we've put up 35 points in week one and week two, I'll be like, well, you know what, guys? This is where we're at. But right now, two preseason games in, there are a bunch of guys around the NFL I can go, he looks good, he looks the part, he looks really good, he doesn't look like anything. 
And right I now, when I just when, saw our future quarterback. <laughs> he looks good, too. Yeah, I mean, like, we saw Trey Lance yesterday go down the field. You and I were texting back and forth watching Zach Wilson in that Jets game. So, you know, you're seeing other guys doing things. One guy just hit me up on uh, on Twitter, Derek the Freak with no physique. That's funny. He says, uh, hey, man, Art Smith says he's not trying to out-scheme opponents. Look, I, I get that. He's not running those uh, – we, we saw the Bears run the leak route. We've seen guys run reverses and stuff. Yeah, but it, I, I understand Art Smith's not going to show you the playbook in August, but that doesn't diminish the fact I have no idea what our offensive line's going to be. And I have no idea where our pass rush is coming from. I mean, I understand we're, we're Carl, we're being very vanilla, but it's we're still talking about Jims and Joes. We're, we're not talking about the X's and O's. We're talking about guys who I haven't seen anybody really shine out, save for like three or four guys. I could talk about Dalman, Okandeji, right? You know, and you know, I thought Felipe Franks has been pretty solid. This, and you know, at times, I really like what Richie Grant does. But that, guys, the reality is. We were a bad football team with no money to go get big-time impact-free agents, and we've done the best with the draft, and those guys are going to have to really show out. Derek the Freak with no physique. It's called Protein Shakes. Secondly, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just talking about basics. Mike's right. We're just talking about basic, like, hey. hey teams put The Dolphins push this around. That's you know? basic, basic stuff. Hey, we're going to run the ball. Can we get four yards a pop? We're going we're gonna to allow our guy to drop back, and, and, and I don't care what the coverage is. Can we complete a pass and move the ball down the field efficiently? We've done that maybe a couple of times. A couple. And uh, Dean Pease did run some blitz schemes on th- uh, the, the Thursday night, or no, the Friday night game against the Titans about two weeks back. So, like, I, I know that uh, it's a new regime, so we're not that familiar with them. We were obviously familiar with Dan Quinn and how he didn't win anything in preseason. But, yeah, man, it's just it's, – I'm with you. I, I want to be positive. And, but, but, like, I'm watching this game, and I'm, I'm texting you, and I'm texting other guys I sit with in, the, in Section 342. I'm like, we look awful. We do. So let's hope, it, let's hope the starters shine out on Sunday night. If they play. 404-741-0929. He might not play him, Mike. He might not play him. What's the incentive? Well, with all these guys getting banged up with injuries, and, you know, I mean, like, see when Waddle went out for the Dolphins, how scary that was for, like, a minute, and he eventually came back on the field. So, I, like, I get it, but you can't put these guys in bubble wrap. At some point, you got to see that they function as a unit in this new system. Right? Uh, that's me. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely do that. I'm just saying, I don't know if Arthur Smith is motivated to say, I need to put Matt Ryan out there for two series. For what? When I've seen him at practice every day and he looks good. I don't need to do that with hey, Calvin and by Ridley. the way, you know, it's funny. Carl, you always say we go with what we know. Here's what we know right now. We don't know much because we haven't seen the total package, but what we have seen doesn't look great. No, I mean, listen, what, what part of that's inaccurate? Things change. The Hawks started the season, we were horrible. Things change. As they change, so does my opinion. But right now, this is where I'm at. And I'm not trying to, to overreact. If you think this is crazy, so be it. But I've lived it just like you guys the last one, two, three, four years. We haven't been good. I need some hope, okay? That's what I'm looking for. I need something to kind of hang my hat on and go, yeah, you know what? I think we're going to be okay there. I've seen nothing. You tell me what you've seen. Well, we uh, we, we got a good kicker, Young Way Koo, hit a 52 yard. <laughs> did he get some new shoes? Did he get new shoes? Yeah, somebody stole his car and stole his kicks, but uh, Young Way Koo did his job. But, uh, yeah, man, it's I don't know. I really don't. And I know the good news is the Eagles look about as inept as we do. You know, the Eagles don't have anything going their way. So, well, that's our first test uh, when it counts. All right. What do you guys think, man? Hit us up. He's Mike Bell. ATL. That's on Twitter. I'm at Put Em Up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. And, of course, this radio station, 929 The Game. Find us across all social media platforms and on the gram. We are live on the gram as well. And, of course, on Twitch each and every day. I love this when people go through your old twi- tweets. Maybe Jack kept it. I don't know. I, I don't give a damn. 
And Jack hits me up May 8th. And I said something to the effect of eight wins for the Falcons. A response to Jack. Jack goes, make that more like six. <laughs> well, I mean, we did do our big uh, preview of the season. We looked at the schedule. We, and again, it is cliche, but we do it because people always do it. and They want us to do it. So we did it. And no, I, I said, Mike, I'm not coming off of that. I, I said, still think that the talent, we could still be a really good football team. I but you right said now 11, I'm anxious. I thought you said 11 wins back in. Uh, I did. I said double digit wins. Wow. I absolutely did. Yeah, I said. I am. I'm I anxious that. right now because of the uncertainty. And Arthur Smith has given me and given you and given this Falcon fan base nothing to hang our hat on. Mm. Well, the good news is we got the hottest baseball team, we got the hottest soccer team, and eventually we'll figure out what our football team is here, brother. We will get a preview, by the way, later in the show of the Clemson Georgia game. We're going to talk to Lamont Kirkland, who's doing uh, the podcast for the uh, Tigers, man. Big Kirk, hell of a player. Uh, he is all over what Clemson has got going on. And they've got some injuries, but not as many as the dogs. Hey, we want to give you a chance today. Make sure you're listening to win a pair of season tickets. I said season tickets to sit in the Georgia Lottery Falcons Dirty Bird Super Fan Section in Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium. These, these seats, by the way, they're sold out. This is the only way you're going to get them. And it's brought to you by the Georgia Lottery. So please be on the lookout for an email from our, uh, our team. They will verify and confirm your info if you, in fact, are the winner. But you have to listen. We will give you an opportunity between now and 7 o'clock to win a pair of season tickets to sit in the Falcons' Dirty Bird Superfan section. Coming up, nine in a row. Here we go. It is Dukes and Bell. You can always find us, 404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Uh, I will repeat, uh, as I think it was just tweeted out by Chris, it is a five-hour show. Financial AT Alien, I think that's his Twitter handle. Well, it's Brett. Says he turned on the radio today, Mike, and we were crying about practice football. Here's what's funny to me. Um, if we start out the season terrible, which has been the case the last few years, okay, these are the same guys who be saying, I knew this is how we were going to be. <laughs> Why is that? Well, you, 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 you do nothing in the preseason. Listen, if preseason football doesn't matter, I've been saying this for 10 years. Let's do away with it. Let's stop the nonsense and just do away with it. And let's just start the regular season. The reason why preseason does matter is for the same reason you're seeing other teams around the league getting a chance to showcase their talent, Mike, and seeing what guys are going to potentially make their 53-man roster. That has not changed in a 100 years. So that's why we still have it. Now, do we have less games? Yes. But if you guys have been impressed and you feel all good about the Falcons, so be it. I don't right now. Yeah, like I said on Twitter, I go, you know, we got the Braves are the hottest team in baseball. United's the hottest team in MLS. The Falcons are at best a mystery. At best, okay? I mean, that's the most positive I can give you because we already discussed that there's individuals that are shining out, but for the most part, I mean, we haven't, like, scored a lot of points. Teams are basically going end-to-end on us. We're not getting stops defensively. I know it's difficult for some fans to evaluate because we talked about it. You don't have all your starters out there, but uh, we will get a chance, I, I presume, I think, with our dress rehearsal coming up Sunday night against the Browns, uh, and then we'll have some more time off for them to make some cuts, and then the bullets are real against the Eagles in week one. So, it's it's just you got Matt Ryan, you got Ridley, you got Pitts, and all that's great. And we've talked about Hayden Hurst, and we you know we, we like Mike Davis. But again, Carl, if we can't find a guy to plug in at left guard, and if if, you know, if the if the offensive line somebody gets hurt because they always do get hurt. Let's keep it real. Super Bowl season, nobody got hurt, and that's why we went to the Super Bowl. You know, someone's gonna get hurt. The backups don't look like they're up to the test just yet. I like what I'm seeing from Dalman, but the rookies, the idea that some of these mid round guys are gonna be able to just plug in, that's that's a fantasy. They need a lot of work. 
By the way, those uh, opportunities uh, all week long here to win season tickets, season tickets to sit in the Georgia Lottery Falcons Dirty Birds Super Fan Section coming up here on Dukes and Bell. Uh, also, we're going to get a chance to t- talk to Jason Longshore here at uh, 240. Uh, real quick, let's dive into the Braves before we hit some headlines, Mike. And, and you know, I, I don't want to oversell Atlanta United. Yes, they, they are playing much better since Valentino took over. Now we get our new manager in Pineda, and we'll see if he changes anything and how this goes. But I, I, there's no doubt when you say dominating the competition and they're doing what you should be doing if you're a good baseball team, and that is beating up on teams like the Orioles, who are terrible. 9-0 road trip. You couldn't ask for more right now from these Braves. When you look at you know how they've been winning, I mean, you go back in and, and, and the month of August right now, the Braves are 16-3. and that's impressive. Yeah. Now, again, if you want to snicker at part of the competition, well, that's what you're supposed to do against inferior opponents. It's not our fault that Washington had a fire sale, okay? And the Orioles have been like they're on their third 100 loss season. Games were actually closer, I think, than Camden Yards than we thought they were going to be, you know, to be straight with you. Will Smith had another hiccup, but that's neither here nor there. He is not going to be relinquishing that role. But guess what? After beating up on these guys, winning nine straight, sweeping three uh, uh, road trips, uh, I should say, three trips to three different cities. Now it's the Yankees, and then we get the Giants, the Dodgers. So things definitely ramp up. But now five-game lead in hand, Carl, over those Phillies. Yeah, uh, and the Mets, I told you guys they were done. Seven in front of the Mets now. They just they were swimming as hard as they could, and they couldn't maintain it. And now you've got all these injuries and decisions to be made and the owner killing guys in the clubhouse. It's, it's just what it is. I don't expect the Mets to go on a run like this to get them back in it with no. basically a month to play. No. They, they, they've they shot their shot and their bullpen did as best as they could, but the injuries and the guys just look, they're just not hitting. You know, they're just, they're just not. And the Braves, everybody we plugged in is just doing a great job, and we've talked about how the lineup is, is rock solid. You know, the pitching, we you know, I, I don't know if uh, how you feel about Smiley. If you want to, you know, we joked around about a six-man rotation. Maybe five is best, and Smiley goes in the bullpen. I don't know. Would you trust him in that role? But that's that's not even a conversation yet. You do have to ramp it up, though, Carl, as we said, because it's going to get tougher. But this, I mean, for some Braves fans that are still on the fence, I guess this will be the litmus test, right, this, this next couple of games. Yeah, these are the ones you want. I mean, these are going to be playoff-tested or at least playoff contenders that you're right. going to be playing against. I mean, here's the deal. Yankees are the Yankees. They've won 16 of their last 19. Remember, they, remember how, bad, how doom and gloom it was for Yankee absolutely. fans? You know, they, weren't hitting, they weren't hitting either. They, they were in they, the they, same boat as us, if, if not worse. Giants come in, they got the best record in baseball. And then you go play the Dodgers. They got the second best baseball, uh, record in baseball. This is no, this is what you want. These are the guys that, that you know, are going to contend for a, a World Series championship. And so we'll see what, what this team does. But I love what I'm seeing right now. More on the Braves coming up and exactly how guys have contributed. It's all on the way. Chris behind the glass, Turtle. Our engineer, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. All right, let's hear from Brian Snicker on this win streak. Snick? It's, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to do that, regardless of who you're playing. Man, these are major league teams, and, you know, this team here was a big hit away a couple times. Yeah, he's talking about the Orioles. They didn't lay down um, and just hand it over. I mean, it's still a major league baseball team. Well, more like a minor league team, but it wasn't easy. And so I agree with him. These wins, they're hard to get. And, you know, Tookie Toussaint, Mike, what'd you think of him and his outing? 
Yeah, I mean, I thought Tukey did a really good job. Only one earned run, and uh, again, it's it's a kind of an anemic attack to your to your point. Snickers paying him, you know, more credit than they deserve. But Tukey has really come on. I'm glad that we we didn't ever quit on Tukey. We quit on some other guys in this. I think given up on Kyle Wright. Tukey was a guy that you and I remember back in the spring. We said, will he will he have a role to play? He does. He is. Uh, as far as Smiley, that one was a bit iffy. Uh, and again, we already talked about Will Smith. I, I know Carl, and I heard Peter Moylan on Bally Sports Saturday saying that you know. Maybe he needs to get the adrenaline pump and get a guy on base, but that's not good when you're going up against the Yankees, Dodgers, and Giants. Closer has to close and, and not give up the stuff that he's given up. Two games, Yankees, then a couple of days off. I know it's weird. And then the Giants come in this weekend here to Truist Park. What about uh, A.J. McCarron? He is done, unfortunately, and I say that because, again, whether he was going to be the backup quarterback or not, you don't wish injury upon anybody. It was tough to see in a non-contact situation. Here's what Arthur Smith said after the game. Anytime that got something like that happens, it's non-contact. It, it's tough when you and you know what these guys put into it. You know we'll, we'll obviously get the uh, MRI to confirm, but he's heartbroken. He, he had bounced back. He was out there fighting, and, and I understand injuries are part of the game, but there's still a human element, and so I feel for AJ. Yeah, it was a strange looking play, wasn't it? When it he was. went out, and uh, and I know that you know, and then Felipe, I'm, I wasn't even sure who the emergency QB was going to be, but uh, Frank's has done the job. There's a lot of talk out there. I mean, you and I had Matt Schaub on the show what two weeks ago, right? Three weeks ago, sure. And Schaub, was talking about how fun it is to take his kids to school and parent-teacher meetings and all the things he's missed out on. But what if you threw two million at Schaub to come back? You want Schaub back? That's interesting. Um, I mean, otherwise yeah. it's all the, the the usual retreads. You know, the uh, you know we have all the names you recognize, all the guys you see wearing baseball caps. But what about that? I, I think Schaub, if with the right. I mean, I don't want to break the bank, but I would like to have a little more confidence in what I've got to have forbid something happens to Matt. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know if he'd be, Shabby would be interested in coming back. I mean, but yeah, that is something that <laughs> now we're asking a guy to come out of retirement. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you would, would you rather have him or, uh, you know, insert washed up quarterback here? Uh, by the way, Alamade Zacchaeus is the uh, emergency quarterback, according to Chris. That's interesting. That's good stuff. By the way, good job by our boys, uh, Coy Wire, who's doing preseason again, and to see uh, Steve Wickety Wickety Weish on the TV call. Yeah, he's going to be joining us through the season and uh, helping us, you know, break down some of the things with the Falcons. I've enjoyed the broadcast. I've not enjoyed the, the, these games the way they've gone right. here. Well, look, you want to call Blake Bortles or you want to call Matt Schaub? Um, I don't want to call Blake Bortles. I've never trusted him. I would call RG3 before I called uh, okay. Blake Bortles. All right. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 they're all washed up and sitting on, a, on the sideline for a reason. Uh, RG3 is actually working for ESPN. He's got a clause in his contract that allows him to come back to the NFL, um, which is something that he wanted just in case like something like right. this happens. I don't know if the Falcons call him. We'll see where it goes. RG3, yeah, as you said, TV. By the way, Harry Douglas, finally got to see Harry doing some stuff today, too, on ESPN. Oh. oh, cool. I have not had a chance to see him. It's Dukes and Bell. The headline's brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Speaking of wins, well, Atlanta United Wins their fourth straight, thanks to Joseph. Back pass to Guzan, who starts it down the left wing to Anton Walks. Atlanta drew D.C. out, and Walks is able to successfully come up to the halfway line and square to Moreno now on the right side. Gressel pulling at him. Moreno stays on it. No whistle. Moreno now past Gressel. Advantage to Atlanta United as Moreno dribbles into the D.C. half and comes straight down the middle. Ahead for Joseph. Onside at the penalty spot. Shot! Score! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. Hope you're having a great Monday. We're talking about the Falcons coming off the uh, second preseason game. Also, the Braves who take on the Yankees. Don't like the Yankees. Uh, tonight at Truist, a quick two-game set. And uh, Yankees have been hot, man. This is going to be a good good little matchup here. We'll talk more about that coming up. But right now, let's talk Atlanta United with Jason Longshore. He is the analyst for our Atlanta United club. And, of course, you can follow him on social media at Longshoe. And, and Jason, uh, we were talking about, you know, Rob Valentino, who did an amazing job as an interim manager, takes over. What change do you think? I mean, the season has turned around since he's become the interim manager. What has been, the, you know, going on with this club in your mind that has made that change? I mean, I think there's two different aspects to it. One is he's gotten reinforcements back, you know, getting Ezekiel Barco back from the Olympics, getting Miles Robinson, Brad Gazan, George Bellow back from the Gold Cup. Four players of that caliber back into the squad is definitely going to be a big boost. Also, I think what Rob Valentino has done really, really well is he has allowed the players to express themselves on the field within the tactical setup. Whereas I think previous to Rob, the tactical setup maybe took the priority. Now it's a foundation, but it's not as rigid. And the players are able to go find their own ways into the game and and be creative. And it's showing really well with Barco in great form, Marcelino Moreno in great form, and everything just continues to kind of mesh around that attacking talent. And you mentioned Moreno. He looks great. And I know that we were, you know, we joked around earlier in the season, don't give that guy number 10, you raise expectations. But the guy is creating stuff, and he's finishing too, Jason. He's been brilliant. He, he's been absolutely brilliant. And Marcelino Moreno is the kind of guy who doesn't go out and look for the headlines and, and try to get out you know, all over social media with, with his profile. He's a pretty quiet, hardworking guy. But he's got something special about him. You know, I mean, he's a tough player to dispossess. He, he loves to go 1v1 with defenders. And as we've seen this season multiple times now, he comes up big in big moments. He's got a little bit of clutch to him. You know, he, he's a guy that you can count on and rally around. It's Jason Longshore, guys, talking about Atlanta United. Uh, they have won four straight. 
and the other thing I think, obviously, is that that's shown through this with with Moreno is creating the more chances in Joseph and and how he looks now. You know, earlier in the season we were asking you about, you know, is he back completely? What's going on? He looks like Joseph to me. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for, and he's getting more opportunities, four goals in his last five matches, Jason. Yeah, he's scoring like, like Joseph has in the past. He's playing a little bit differently, and uh, I think you know it's it's going to be interesting to see how that develops over time. You know, he went into some more detail on the long process coming back and, and the delays that he had and multiple procedures to, to fix the knee slowed him down and I think we saw that early in the season especially and then coming back from the the COVID break that he had on international duty with Venezuela that slowed him down as well he had to rebuild fitness from that but we know that he has that kind of killer instinct inside the 18. What I like that I'm seeing from Joseph right now is maybe more willingness than we've ever seen for him to combine with others and it's not only Joseph getting on the end of things a lot of times now we're starting to see Joseph provide for others and create those opportunities for others it just makes it more difficult for for teams to defend Atlanta right now four games in a row four wins in a row man for Atlanta United Nashville's coming up next it's TV star Jason Longshore at Longshoe with us here on the waitfor.com hotline nice job by the way I was watching. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. That was no. a lot of fun. Uh, Eric Krakauer, somebody that I've known for a little while, getting a chance to, to call a game with him. And I've worked with Jillian so many times. So it's, it's fun working on the other side of it for a change. And both you guys, and I think the audience at home, was kind of mystified by a move, which I think I've seen some of this happen in Europe, but the, the Jordi Reyna play was unbelievable. Brad got caught <laughs> offline. And just talk about that for guys. Carl, if you, if you saw it, it was unbelievable. you got to tip your cap because it was beautifully how they executed it. Yeah, the producers in D.C. who were sending us the feed were uh, caught by surprise as well. You know, he and, and you got to give a little bit of credit here, I think, to Julian Gressel because Gressel comes over and he's telling Raina to slow down. You know, they're going to set up a set piece. And when he does that, everybody kind of freezes. And Raina just blows through it, hits the free kick from up against the touchline, puts it off the underside of the bar, catches Brad Gazan. You know, as he's trying to organize his back line, waiting for a cross, and Raina right. just catches everybody by surprise. It's brilliant. Jason Longshore, all right, so we got uh, a nice win streak going, but we also got to give a big shout-out to George Bello. Um, you know, it's, it's a heck of an honor, and, and it's also cool to see our guys getting recognized, right? We saw with Miles, now George. Talk a little bit about Bello. Yeah, Bello is an academy product. You know, that's what's so cool about this one because it's a little bit different. You know, Bello grew up here playing for local coaches and local clubs, comes into the Atlanta United Academy, makes that big jump, and he had some injury issues that that slowed him down just a little bit. But now coming off of the Gold Cup, I think we've seen a little bit different George Bello, maybe a, a more mature Bello, a guy who in the past, his athleticism was able to bail him out of some situations that maybe he didn't read well. Mm. Now he's got a different level of composure. And I think defensively, he's a little more patient at times. He's a very good defender. We always knew he could get forward and create havoc in the attacking half, but he's a very good defender on the left side now, and he's only going to get better. Bellow's special, and he's going to be a special one for a long time. 
Jason Longshore is with us, guys, as now, as we said, four in a row. And I heard you mention Campbell and some of the role players and the way. Mm-hmm. And so Carl talked about Pineda coming on. It's, I know he's going to put his stamp on the team, but how does this how does this transition go while we've got such a good thing going? Pineda is smart enough to kind of roll with the changes, right? Yeah, 100%. Pineda, I think coming from Seattle and Brian Schmetzer, who is the master of kind of making do with what he has. You know, Seattle doesn't have – a tactical identity like some teams in this league, uh, like Atlanta has, to be frank. You know, he doesn't have that. So Pineda's learned from that. And he's going to come in and say, this is working. Why? What am I trying to change? There's nothing to change. I think what he's going to do is work with some individuals and help them improve, especially in that holding midfield, because it's a position that, that Pineda knows inside and out. I think defensively, he'll help with set pieces and, and those kinds of situations. But I think more than anything, he's going to get to know this group and he's going to lean on Rob Valentino as an assistant who knows everything going on with them right now. And I think Pineda is going to come in and blend in rather than try to put a stamp on the team right now because that'd be counterproductive. Jason, is it because we're winning or is it because it's just true that this team has been more enjoyable to watch and Mm. it seems like they're playing with a purpose? Which one is it? It depends on, on how you felt about it before. Um, I thought they had a purpose before under Gabriel Heinze, but I don't think they fully realized where they were headed. It, it didn't completely click, but right. you studied what he was trying to do. You knew where he was going. It just wasn't getting there very fast. This now is, look, it's a little, it's a little more simplified. You know, it, it's not you know, trying to get players in certain positions and repeat certain patterns. It is, let's build up out of the back. Let's use that baseline of spreading the field. But if the game takes three players central and that's going to be the spot to hurt the opposition, then go. Go take it. Go go, go make it happen. We trust you as individuals. So I, I think it depends on what kind of soccer you like. There's people who like teams that counter. There's t- people that like teams that press. There's people that like teams that have the ball. And there's people who don't like all three of those aspects. <laughs> I think right now it's fun because they're winning. It's right. fun because they're playing with a smile on their face, and it's fun because they're scoring goals. Right. And that's what a lot of people are always looking for. I was worried about the letdown in the final minutes because we've kind of let some wriggle off the hook, and they were able to, to get the job done. It's uh, Nashville coming to town Saturday afternoon, 3.30, Mercedes-Benz. They've scored a lot of goals this year, Jason. How do we match up against these guys now that we are a new look five stripes? Yeah, set pieces are going to be a problem against Nashville. They're very good on those situations. So Atlanta's going to have to be careful in where they concede fouls, where they concede free kicks. Nashville's a good team defensively generally, but what they're trying to find right now is that balance that I think Atlanta has done a really good job of finding between being strong defensively in the run of play and also getting numbers forward and scoring goals. Last year, the crack on Nashville was that they were defend, defend, defend. Now they're trying to go score more goals, and they are, but they're leaving some holes defensively. That's something they're going to have to continue to solve because, as we've seen every year in this league, teams have to be able to defend in the postseason. And Atlanta's conceded goals, but when you look at the last five games, how many goals they've conceded from the run of play, it's very, very low. So Atlanta's finding that balance right now. Nashville's got to find it to be as good as they can be in the postseason. They're only five points ahead of Atlanta right Mm -hmm. now. 
Jason, it's always good to talk with you, man. Uh, let's hopefully hopefully keep this momentum going because uh, this is kind of what we've been waiting on. It was like the Braves, you know. We were waiting, waiting, and it took off, and hopefully this takes off for us. Uh, let me ask you, what's the ceiling with this team? Do, do you feel like this is and can be a championship club if given the opportunity to get to the playoffs if we get there? Yeah, I do. I mean, this is a team that in the postseason you have – a goalkeeper in Brad Gazan who has won this thing before. You have a back line with one of the best American center backs right now, and then Anton Walks and Alan Franco, who have been very, very good around him for a while now. You've got the ability to drop and defend from a deeper position if you need to, if the game's tight, if it's a 1-0 game in the postseason. This is a team that can defend that. And you've got guys that can win games on their own in the attacking half, and you've got four of them who might be on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Luis Araujo. Ezekiel Barco, Marcelino Moreno, Joseph Martinez. So the pieces are there. They've got to continue to build on where they have been over this last month, month and a half. It was a wild Saturday evening watching everything that was going on. The Falcons game, United, the Braves. I was wearing out my eyeballs and my remote control. By the way, Araujo, you like the way he's blending in? Yeah, he's he's still finding his way. I like that he's pretty forceful on the field. He'll look for his chances and he'll take them. But I, I think what really jumped out to me in D.C. was, you know, he, he was struggling to find, I think, the fit in the attack. There was a play right before he was subbed out where he made a 70-yard defensive run. I think he committed a foul to break up the play. I mean, he'll, he'll get a little nasty when he needs to on the defensive side. I like that he can do both. Cool. Jason, good job, man. We'll talk soon and uh, follow him at Long Shoe on the Twitter. We'll talk next week, buddy. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, y'all. All right, man. Uh, feeling better about these guys, right? Feeling better yeah, about Atlanta it's, United? it's fun to watch it again, man. There's Look, at the end of the day, Carl, it's sports and it's entertainment, right? And we're, we're all fans of it, but there's sometimes it's like watching paint dry. And it's not like that anymore with United. It's actually really entertaining. That was a fun match to watch. Yeah. I, I, that's why I asked him the question about which one is it. You know, it's easy to say we're winning and so I feel better, but that's not why I feel better. I feel better because it was fun. Right. It's why I fell in love with the product. Right. Because it was fun. It wasn't, we didn't know in 17 they were going to win. We just loved the atmosphere and the environment and, and the, the, the fun we were having. That's what I want to get back to. If we win, that's, that's great. But that atmosphere had been lost and hopefully it's on its way back. It's like that live, what was that movie about last night with Jim Belushi and Rob Lowe? He talks about how he, he hooked up with a chick. He's like, what happened? It was fun. What? It was fun. I had a fun time because he didn't want to, he, he fell in love with the girl. He didn't want to give the details. Exactly. It was fun. I had a fun time. Let's anyway, just have fun. But that's the way United is right now. You're right. Just like watching the Braves, man. I mean, like you, you really did, I hate to say it, feel like you weren't going to lose to the Orioles no matter what they were doing, right? Yeah. You having fun watching the Falcons? Don't answer that. Hey, coming up, I don't, know, Kirkland, I don't know what you call when I watch the Falcons. Well, that's, that's the point. You're not right now. Uh, I know, and it's preseason. I've heard. Uh, LeVon Kirkland is going to move to 420 today. And, again, we're chasing down a Falcon to talk to at 4 o'clock. So stay tuned to find out who that is. NFL Blitz is on the way. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or – I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 